when you read, you, you're just taking in information that you didn't know before. So for me, I haven't, I've not made time to read. And I think I'm just figuring this out now as I talk to you guys. I think I'm just afraid of like learning more because I'll know less. Buddy, and welcome to Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe. And what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas, knowledge, and perspectives. So, welcome back to this mini series where I'm talking about some of my enemies in the areas of mind, body, soul. You know, we always focus on mind, body, soul. If if you're new here, that's what we do. Um, I'm all about holistic growth. As a podcaster, as a holistic growth coach, that's what I help people with, uh, looking for sustainable methods of growth in the mind, body, and soul. And it turns out I've been looking at my life that way in those three areas for a while now. Even I wrote about it in my book. I wrote uh, about mind, body, soul, three different sections, about all the ways I've learned in those three like aspects. So we're here in the final installment of this miniseries, the soul installment. And we're talking about my enemy in the soul. So the reason why I'm talking about my enemy, if you guys haven't uh, stay tuned, if you guys haven't listened to any of these episodes in this mini series yet, the reason why I'm talking about enemy is because I feel like life, as it exists for each and every one of us, we look at life like a story. You know, we live life chronologically, do we not? So it's kind of like a story. You go through your life. You have different chapters of your life. You have ups, you have downs, you have climax, you have low points, kind of like stories, movies, books. And a lot of times in common stories or like when when people write movies and write experiences, there's always like a good guy, bad guy scenario. I think we have enemies in our lives, things that we are we're currently like facing. Like we, we face these struggles again and again. And that's okay. I think we face the same things over and over again. I think that's like a testament to kind of the challenges we have to go through and overcome. And for me, I want to look at mind, body, soul. So from the mind, I talked about how snoozing is my is my enemy because every day we wake up and every day I have to fight the urge to not snooze. Every day is a new day, a new battle. But so snoozing is what I'm trying to overcome in the physical enemy area. I talked about sugar. Okay, sugar is in so many foods we have to eat every day. So the idea of trying to make sure I limit, manage my sugar intake, despite the fact that I love sugar. That's why it's like an enemy of mine, you know. And then and finally, in this episode, I'm excited to talk about this one. My ego being my enemy. This was definitely a harder episode to plan to think about because I think in general, like when we talk about mind, body, soul, I think the soul, spiritual aspect of ourselves is something that we don't think about on a day-to-day basis. I want to say for most of us, some people very much live in this realm and they're very spiritual and they're very focused on soul work, which is awesome. I think that's so important to growth in general. I mean, speaking for myself, I didn't even really learn about growth until I completely learned about mind, body and soul and the the importance of looking at all three collectively and how they influence each other. Um, So, yeah, I think soul work focusing on your soul, aspects of your soul, as we're going to do today, talking about my ego. I just don't think uh, society as a whole 
really embraces it or encourages it. I think like society, the way we live with social media, with comparing ourselves to others, with focusing on achievements and go, 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 like hustle culture. I'm, I'm a victim to that too because I I have goals and achievements that I want to uh, attain, right? So I think these parts of life really push us away from looking at our ego. From doing that introspective, we're very much focused on what's outside, what's flashy, what's happening, the news, um, Doja Cat being bald. <laughs> like, there's a lot going on. We focus on the external, right? That's just an example something I read today. But we focus on what's going on outside. And how often do we look internally? The ego is one of those parts of ourselves that's been with us as long as we've had a consciousness to identify who we are. So I want to introduce what my interpretation of the ego is, and then I'll talk about why it's my enemy. And I would encourage you guys, as you're listening, to kind of like reflect on your own ego, because we all have an ego. So maybe when I define what I what I see as the ego, maybe you'll kind of understand and relate and be like, okay, you know what, I can see my ego as well when I when I start to think about it and look at it. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to do this work, to look inside and introspect. Even me, like I'm saying, I was like nervous to do this episode. I really was. I had to think about it a lot before I came to the mic. But I don't have any notes. I don't want to make it so like research, read, research, read studies, read information. I kind of just want to talk from the heart, which I think is a good idea to talk about the place of ego. I read a little bit, had some information given to me so thank you to those who shared some information with me regarding the ego but yeah i want to just kind of lay out my thoughts on this you might have seen if you ever took any psychology courses any intro psychology courses there's that picture of an iceberg and the ego is at the top and underneath the ego is like the id and the super ego and there's different parts of of our brain according to uh, freud sigmund freud and the unconscious subconscious so when you look at the ego, that would be the tip of the iceberg that you actually see. So you know how icebergs are huge, but we only see the tip of them. Like they're way bigger. The ego is the part of ourselves that we acknowledge. It's kind of our identity. I think the word ego me actually translates to me or I. So it is, it's us. But it's weird because who we are is kind of a reflection of who we think we are based on what we've observed about ourselves in relation to like the world around us. So for example, I love to, I love this saying, I don't hope I don't slaughter it. I am not who I am. I am who I think you think I am. (laughs) Okay. So hopefully that makes sense to y'all. I'll say it again. I am not who I am. I am who I think you think I am. Okay. Perfect. We got it. We got it. So we definitely look at ourselves as a reflection of the world and we take into consideration what other people feel what other people think other people's reactions so basically all that's to say who are we really (laughs) do we really know who we are i think the ego is definitely that part of ourselves that tries to make sense of who we are but the ego is a tricky thing we all have an ego you can't be like oh i don't have one no we all have one i was trying to think of an analogy for an ego it's kind of like um like a knife. You know, we all have knives in our houses. We all have a knife at some point. We need to, it's useful. We need to cut 
fruits, vegetables, meat. We need to we need a knife. So we all have knives. We all have an ego. And it becomes part of us eventually. That's the weird part. So imagine, you know, the knife goes into you at some point of your life. Like when you're forming your memories, your experiences in life, the knife goes inside of you. Perfect. So now there's a knife inside you your whole life. And you might not even realize it because it's it's been part of you. It's it's been it, the knife's been in you for so long. So the ego is that part of yourself that's that's definitely part of you, and you can observe it. So if you have a knife in you, you can be like, look, it's a knife in me. Like, I can see it. But it's definitely tough to like, poke at it and and analyze it. So if you have the knife in you, but you start moving the knife around while it's stabbed and lodged inside of you, that's gonna hurt way more. So yeah, looking at your ego and trying to understand it, that actually like, I feel like that disrupts who we think we are because we have to learn about who we are. And that's, I think ignorance is, ignorance is bliss sometimes. Sometimes just existing who we think we are, that's fine. But like actually poking around and moving that knife inside you, that ego, that can be tough because you're going to feel something. You're going to feel like maybe some cognitive dissonance. You know, cognitive dissonance is that term, that psychological term where you think one way, but then you think another way. So your two ways of thinking don't now do not align. So you thought you were one way, but now you're looking at your ego and you're like, wait, does that make sense? Wait a second. That doesn't make sense anymore. So wait, I, that's all been wrong. You have kind of have like a learning progress there, a learning curve about yourself. And so, yeah, you can move it around. That, that hurts to move that knife around, to move that ego around, to observe it. But also, you can't really, like, removing it is, you can't remove it. Like, that knife that's inside you, you can't just pull it out. <laughs> like, trust me, if it's been lodged in, the worst thing to do would be to try to just rip it out. So, yeah, like, you can't really remove your ego either. You can't, like, the, the whole term of ego death, you might have heard that term. I don't think that's really important to, like, completely drop your ego for your whole life. You can't not have an identity at all. Um, I think it's sometimes we go through ego deaths. People do a lot of drugs and like they lose their identity for a little bit. So I think it happens in spurts. But ultimately, it's not a bad thing to have an ego. The ego is not a bad thing. It's good to know who we are to a certain extent because I think that helps us. So for me, let me bring it back to myself here. I think I think a lot about myself a lot. I'm very uh, confident. Okay, I have very high self-esteem for myself, which is good, but there's there's always a negative on the other side of something that's good, right? Something that is something that seems good can always have something bad in it and the reverse holds true. So, I think I am a very confident person, high self-esteem, so my ego is very much there to try to identify who I am. But the ego also prevents you from figuring out other parts of yourself because you've kind of created an identity and it's based on things that sometimes don't serve you your ego your ego just protects your identity so anything that goes against it that maybe makes you afraid maybe makes you fearful maybe makes you scared or hurt your ego will prevent you from feeling those feelings because that might change your identity everything we've done up to this point in life has shown us who we are to this to this point in life so everything we believe about ourselves is true so long as we believe it so my ego like i said i'm a confident person high self-esteem that's great and all i would hate to lose that confidence and self-esteem so anything that goes against that i would naturally try to push away right so if i'm in a conversation and i don't think and i think someone's right and i'm wrong 
I don't want to be wrong, so I'm not going to listen to what they have to say. Well, that's not who I am, but I'm saying that's how the ego would work, right? I, you'd, you'd not want to hear if you're incorrect. You would not want to hear it. You'd, you'd, regard, you'd remove yourself from a conversation. You wouldn't be engaged in dialogue that challenges your perception of yourself. So I think that my ego definitely tries to keep my confidence, my self-esteem high. Not necessarily in this in this way I'm talking about with conversations, but like I'll have conversations for sure. I think back then, like in my younger days when I was like 18 or something, I would definitely be afraid of having conversations. And I think my ego was definitely trying to protect me more back then. But at the same time, I go through similar situations and... It's just, even though I think I've learned more about myself, I still think my ego's very much there. It's very much there. It shows. Um, we talked about hustle culture in the beginning of this episode. I'm very much a part of that because I believe in hard work. Maybe smart work would be better. Working smart would be better. Like, for example, I quit my job and, you know, I earn all, not twice as much, but I'm working to earn twice as much now. So I don't have to work as much if I'm making twice as much. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to work smart, but I still feel the need to achieve. Like, why don't I just work more then? If I can earn more, let me work more. Let me achieve. And that kind of aligns with my identity of who I am. Like, I am someone who works hard. I'm someone who wants to achieve and provide, which is great. But that's not the ultimate, like, highest point of and most important part of life to just work and achieve and possess and attain. I think when you are too lost in your ego you're too focused on these things and they can take you down paths that make you make wrong choices sometimes. So in terms of the ego being my enemy, I think because my identity and who I see myself as is the person who wants to achieve, attain, accomplish, I think that I am very much like go, 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 attain, attain, that I think I've been steered wrong and made choices that haven't really aligned with that. And then I've tried to protect me. So I think, yeah, my, my my desire to achieve and attain really can be a fault, like to a fault at some points. And I think that's where my ego becomes my enemy, where I'm not realizing how I should, I should just honestly slow down sometimes and feel like, you know, I got enough. I'm good. I don't need more. And I even wrote about this in my book, How to Vibe Out. I wrote a chapter. It's actually my favorite chapter in the whole book. It's called Enough is Enough. Amazing. I think that's one of the, my best writing honestly and i wrote that in 2019 but it's funny how these things come back around you know so i think the ego my ego definitely it helps me to go out and be an individual and achieve and that's great it's it's good to have an ego because it makes you go get up and do things and accomplish things but the other side of it is you have to understand like what what am i accomplishing what am i trying to um, obtain in this life and is it really needed? So I think the ego can sometimes blind you for a bit and make and for, make you forget to just stop and wonder why you do certain things. Like, what is the real motive behind it? So I think that's kind of why my ego is my enemy in that in the whole hustle culture, attain, possess part of life. That That's probably the biggest part. And, you know, the weird thing is because that's who I think I am. Like, I'm that I've always told myself I'm a go-getter I'm someone who wants to go and achieve and like that's who I am so my ego is making me do that and I really believe that's who I am so I don't want to tell myself 
no tex have a smaller ego don't worry you you can you can lose your um high self-confidence you can lose your self-esteem you can you don't have to achieve as much Mm -mm. i still want to be that person i really consciously want to be that person who has a high degree of confidence self-esteem the desire to move forward in life and chase my goals i want to be that person so as i look at my ego it's like I have to find a way to do that, yet not let it get the best of me. That's where the ego is tough. You gotta find that like self-awareness of knowing why you're doing things, like what, like the motive behind all your actions. That's self-awareness at its best, and I think self-awareness is so so related to understanding your ego because you have to understand where, at what points of your life, does it impact you, and how can you not let the ego overtake you so for example if i'm very confident and very high self-esteem i there's there's certain times where i'm gonna have to humble myself and be like you know what i actually don't know much about this please educate my please educate me somebody talking to me please educate me i actually don't know about that and so for me i think one of the things i need to do for sure is just read read more learn i i've been so focused on my goals and things i have to do that that's like I'm protecting myself from going out and learning more and realizing how little I know. When you read, you you're just taking in information that you didn't know before. So for me, I haven't I've not made time to read, and I think I'm just figuring this out now as I talk to you guys. I think I'm just afraid of like learning more because I'll know less. It's good it's good to feel like you know things and you have everything under control, but when you really step out of your comfort zone and explore new ideas and topics that really challenges your self-belief not your self-beliefs like your your knowledge maybe your self-beliefs but like your your knowledge and your general information because you have to with learning more you have to accept that you know less so that's definitely one thing that i know would help me with my ego is learning more i've been so focused on what i have to do i've been working so hard this it's been a busy summer i know it definitely has been maybe for you it's been tough too and challenging i want to say tough but but challenging and fun it's been fun too but definitely a lot of learning still needs to go on for me i still need to continue learning and i think that would be a good thing for my ego to keep it at bay because i can't i can't change who i am i i'm confident i'm very sure of myself i have a sense of pride I don't want to say entitlement, but I'm proud of who I am today. But I don't want that to take away from who I can still grow to. And I don't want the fact that I focus on my goals and myself and my own achievements. I don't want to take that away from my ability to focus on others. Being able to impact, support, and provide for others. The ego is very much, like I said, it's I. It's me. But when you're so focused on your own goals and achievements... Sometimes you forget to focus on others, the people around you, the relationships, the family, the friends, even strangers and volunteering and supporting people who you'll never even know again. This is a true act of selflessness. And I think that is definitely the opposite of the ego. I think love is the other side of ego, whether it's love for yourself, true love for yourself, taking care for yourself or others. So I think the more I focus on the ego being my enemy, the more I will realize which parts of myself I can go to to expand and to learn more. For example, reading more, stepping deeper into my religion, my faith, stepping more into 
the lives of others around me who I know I can serve an impact. Like you guys, like making podcasts has been, this summer has been a little bit tough because I've been so busy with my other business, been so demanding. But I, if I know that, that this podcast impacts people, then that'll keep me coming back. Like I know I have a purpose here. So that's why I love what I do. Really is, it comes from a place of love all the time. So I got to get out of my own head sometimes and just bite the bullet and just get to work. So because I know that it's not just for me at the end of the day. So, wow, what a deep talk. I really hope you enjoyed this. I really hope you have a moment to reflect for yourself how your ego impacts you. Maybe that your ego is your enemy, too. I have a feeling the ego is a lot of our own enemies because, like I said, it's that part of ourselves that we see. But there's so much more to it that makes us believe why why are we who we think we are right so yeah i would challenge you to um, look at your own ego do some research i I don't think i really talked a lot about what the ego is and different ways it shows i just spoke for myself so i would challenge you to go online do some research watch a few youtube videos just search up ego what is ego how does ego affect us like that and you'll learn about yourself but the hardest thing like i said is to challenge your ego it's that knife in you Trust me, you don't want to move it. You'd rather keep it still rather than pull it out or, or move it in place. It's it's tough to do, but there's a lot of growth in it. So I would challenge you to do it. Let me know if you do, right? Message me at Vibing Out WT. Let me know how you enjoyed this episode, if it made you think, and if it inspired you to take any action in your own life. And as always, make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, so you don't miss another episode. I'm excited for our next week's lineup of episodes. And we got some guests coming back to the podcast. Coming back to the podcast, we got new guests. Basically, I have a lot planned. And so I hope you are here for all that. Take care. Have a great day. And I'll see you soon, okay? This has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most Texany, a.k.a. Mr. World Vibe. And I'm signing out. Peace.